0: Welcome to Tech Review powered by Axel Springer. Here we explore the latest trends, news, and updates from the world of technology. This podcast is the perfect source for staying up to date with what is important to know right now. You can watch all episodes on YouTube or listen to us on all major podcast platforms such as Spotify and Apple Podcasts while you work out, drive, or maybe even travel through space. Today we are in a very small round with my co host Vincent and myself. I'm Tarek. Hi. Hello. Alright. So Vincent, how are you today on this very uh, hot summer day?
1: It is, the summer is back for a last, uh, Yeah, I don't know what you call it, uh, summer is back and therefore right. <laughs> I'm uh, very, very uh, hot. Um, and, but I'm sit- sitting and maybe my sound is giving it away. I'm sitting in a very climateed room, which is great, yeah. but because there's construction next door, they are currently playing around with the AC and <laughs> that playing around the AC, AC uh, led to the AC being turned up on full, which is very nice, but very loud.
0: <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm personally not definitely uh, not a summer person. So when it's hot over 30 degrees, I don't really enjoy it, at least not uh, in the big city. Maybe on a beach or so, something, but not as it is right now. No, I feel the same. And I think it's part of us both being more a indoor person
1: <laughs> in, the, in the job. Uh, in the job uh, right. and also maybe privately, I would argue. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, fall and winter is better for indoor.
0: <laughs> right, right. Also for podcasting. I have my lights ah. here and this is very very unpleasant sitting here right now so let's get to the news yes (laughs) and i brought an article from business insider which i find very very creepy Uh, and it's about china's military claims to have found a way to build a laser weapon that can fire indefinitely and this is quite interesting because i did not even know that we are talking about laser weapons today. Uh, But yes, that seems to be a thing. Chinese scientists claim to have developed a breakthrough cooling system for high-energy lasers, allowing them to fire indefinitely without overheating. If this is true, then this advancement could give China an edge over the United States in developing laser weapons. (laughs) The system involves blowing clean gas through the laser chamber to remove waste heat, making the lasers more compact and efficient. Such lasers have the potential to revolutionize Nice warfare by shooting down drones, missiles, and aircraft at almost the speed of light. While the US has also been developing laser beam weapons, limitations include reduced power at long distances and susceptibility to weather conditions. And of course, we know there are these uh, laser guided or laser operated um, anti missile systems, but I did not know that we are actually um, in a race for developing laser weapons that, I don't know, melt down tanks or something like that. Uh, This sounds really science fiction-y but apparently this is a topic that we are going to talk about in the the upcoming years uh, that we now see something like a laser-based weapon race with China.
1: Did I I mean, I'm not very... I'm sorry, I interrupted you.
0: No, I just want to ask you if, if this is something that you were aware of.
1: <laughs> no, I, I I love that you ask because no, I, I am not aware. Uh, I'm not very um, informed about the um, technological evolutions and revolutions in uh, defen- in the defense and military sector. However, I mean, we know that de facto there is a, a lot of money and a lot of funding because there's a lot of relevance on the topic. And then B, therefore, there is a lot of development. So innovation often comes from a more military use and a military purpose. So, I mean, look at the last century; a lot of our, a lot of our developments in the end are coming from or did come from military uh, use, or at least they were designed for that. And therefore, no, this is new to me. But I think this is, uh, I mean, it's, it's brutally interesting. Um, <laughs> brutally yes, interesting. Yes, because <laughs> brutally interesting because now obviously I ask myself, what else could we do with that? There is much more I could I could see that being much more I, I can see at least 10 use cases. Uh, not that I could name them, but I think that this this is something that we are seeing in weapons now, and I think in a decade or so, or faster maybe, we're gonna see a lot of it. Uh, in a lot of different other use cases. So, very interesting. Right. And now, this. Let's talk
0: about something more pleasant.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it is very pleasant, it's very interesting. So, X uh, has a creator program, as Meta has, or I. Instagram has and Facebook, I think, too. YouTube has one for sure. TikTok is in between as far as I'm concerned. And, there it's, and there's a lot. Snap has one. There's a lot of it. And X has one, too. And obviously, they want to get creators to stay in the platform slash go back to the platform. They, they want them to be there. And therefore, they have a creator program that currently looks very attractive. Uh, it started out with 50 million impressions uh, on their posts. Um, in rolling three months. So, and I think a few, like a specific amount of followers that you need to gain on X and I think something else. However, they cut this uh, number uh, down to 5 million in three months. So it's just, it's 10 million less. And I think also the follower, follower count decreased to 500, which means that gaining... Becoming part of the creator program at X, X is now much more easy, and therefore very attractive for a lot of creators. Um, there is one problem, however, which is that only impressions of verified accounts count, right? Uh, because still, X has a big problem with fake accounts. So, the question still stands: Is it actually possible to make enough money there with only impressions from verified ac- verified accounts? Make them count. And on top of that, you can only join the creator ad revenue share program if you are a subscriber to X Verified or X Blue or whatever it was called uh, or it is called. I I would have to look it up. So, therefore, the threshold number one is make enough money to g- get back the investment that you have or that you are taking by investing. I don't know how much money is currently seven ninety nine. I think for the X Creator program. Uh, the verified account program and uh, i thought it's very interesting so i'm bringing it here today
0: yeah D- do you think that this is like a normal step in the evolution of x or known as twitter or if this is a reaction to their um, brand problems that they have right now with um, everything that is happening in negative news around twitter x twitter called x twitter that's nice <laughs> the x twitter <laughs>
1: yeah like steve jobs i mean uh, remember he got fired from apple and then he founded a new computer company what's called next so uh, and that was i mean qu- speaking quite figuratively for well, what, what's happening here so and i think maybe this is also the next it's x
0: yeah <laughs> but uh,
1: to answer to answer your question i i think it is both i think that on the one hand creators being the core the core drivers of content and being more and more the core drivers of content, um, and less companies, less corporations, less professional studios, it just is much more relevant that they're part of the creator program. And I think eventually what I could see, I'm not saying it's 100% likely, I'm just saying I think I wouldn't be surprised if one of the outcomes in a few years is that everyone is part of the creator program um and everybody's getting paid maybe a very low share and that shares go up as much as more content you're producing or something like that but what I can see is that uh, it is just very normal and it will be become even more normal to be part of that program because platforms are making more money with you you're posting a lot more content and um and the, the amount of con- amount of views that goes to creator created content and non to, and non the professional content is just going up. Yeah. So, yeah. On the other hand, I think that the price right now uh, to get in, the price as I'm I'm calling it, the the amount of work you got to put in there. So what you got to pay like in work, uh, that they're decreasing it. I think it's just a very, very regular dynamic and then not regular. Sorry, it's a very foreseeable move right now for Axe to make sure that the creators that are still on the platform stay there because i think that we spoke about threats a few times in the past right but what i think we all can agree on is that threats actually is a very decent app and they made a very decent launch and i think therefore threat is a threat (laughs) (laughs) uh for x and definitely and um threats is a threat for x and uh therefore i think they're doing everything right now to keep creators on the platform and part of it is making it very easy to be um to 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 make value of what you're doing on that platform
0: yeah 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 let's see otherwise and i'm pretty sure that elon musk is going to uh, create like a laser weapon company next or something <laughs> oh,
1: yes. yes yeah laser a, x laser La- no but
0: yeah yeah <laughs> lexa the the, yeah. the boring laser gun
1: Oh, yeah, yes. Yeah, the boring. Yeah, the boring laser. Yeah. yeah, I love that. No matter what I think is, I mean, let's see how Meta reacts to that, right? Because I mean, yeah. Meta is really good in copying. And when TikTok, for example, was under a lot of pressure and I mean, they are until today of not paying their creators well, yeah. Meta went there, went out of the way to create a appealing program. I'm not saying it is brutally appealing. I'm just saying, they are and let's leave YouTube out of the way because they're just different and like they, they they are just much deeper in the how re- how to reward our creators generally but meta made a more appealing program and I think that they will do something very 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 similar on threats uh, for example I mean they're not charging for verification uh, which could be the major difference that will in the end convince them Right. So I think uh, we'll see.
0: But yeah, I yeah. think
1: that Meta will come back to this 100%. Right. And now, this.
0: Let's jump to another very interesting uh, headline. That you have uh, so much science today.
1: With yeah, it's I don't crazy. know. U-
0: usually, <laughs> I was I was surprised uh, f- about my own articles um, because I <laughs> literally feel like in a science fiction novel reading the news about first laser weapons and now something that I read on Al Jazeera about your scientists achieve net energy gain in fusion reaction for the second time, and this is literally what like ten or twenty years ago. Uh, the science fiction world was all about laser weapons and fusion energy, right?
1: Spider Man, uh, all now, about it, yeah.
0: <laughs> exactly, yeah. The the second sec, I think second sp- Spider Man with uh, Doctor Octopus. This was exactly with uh, fusion power. Uh, U.S. scientists have achieved net energy gain and fusion reaction for the second time. This is what we all were waiting. O- uh, for that we can finally i mean not like in practical use case but now at least in the lab we see a working fusion reaction uh, and now for the for the second time this was uh was measured um, and this is marking the progress towards this clean and limitless uh, this clean and limitless energy source which we want to have to combat climate change and th- we are all working uh no, we are all waiting for this for such a long time. Uh, researchers at the Lawrence Livermore National Laboratory in California replicated their fusion ignition breakthrough in July, obtaining even more energy than their previous success in December. And this achievement has generated optimism about fusion potential, uh, the, the uh, fusion's potential role in fu- future energy solutions. Uh, and they in, in this article on Al Jazeera, I even read the numbers that they generated. Uh, and in this experiment, they have generated three point one five megajoules of energy output after the laser delivered two point zero five megajoules uh, to the target. And in the past, <laughs> this was all academic because you had to invest more energy to make this happen that you can that that you were uh, getting out of this. But this now shows that we can actually generate energy or utilize this energy that we are generating in these fusion power uh, reactors, and. Uh, what i am kind of sad about is that we don't read more about this news in the news um i i found this article and i looked for it and uh, some outlets were talking about this but it does not seem to be like major news that you read everywhere we read about i don't know elon musk uh, and mark zuckerberg getting into a fist fight or something like that this is more newsworthy than achieving fusion power that we might even use uh, to replace all harmful energy sources that we have today so this is weird why why is why are not more people talking about this
1: <laughs> I, I think a lot of people just don't comprehend what's happening there but i think it's it's uh I, I think it's just amazing um and uh, yesterday i um participated in a talk of alex who sometimes is joining this call as well here meeting and this podcast and Alex showed us a chart of tech and AI and how they're powering themselves faster and faster and faster and it's like a a spiral that goes faster and faster because tech that we produce, like the chipsets that we produce to run AI powers the next generation of AI. The next generation of AI will power the development of the new chipset and it speeds up over time. And I think this is what's happening right now, right? We did the first time and we had the first net energy gain, which was significant in comparison, but still very tough tough to comprehend in terms of how much use it actually has. Now, this is the next one. And I think we're going to see more proofs and more proofs and more proofs. And the data points that we're generating in that, in those experiments will help us to power the next generation of experiments that will then gain more data points. And I think this is just speeding up. And then, I mean... With all that's happening right now in artificial intelligence or right now, a large language models that show <laughs> glimpse of artificial intelligence, uh, glimpses, is that plural? Whatever. But <laughs> I think, yeah, I think we're at a breaking, I, We're. I think we're at a at the turning point of that. Uh, very exciting.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I really would love to see what history books are going to talk about, uh, like when they are reporting about the year 2023, like um, yeah people were so busy with uh, important things like elon musk's fist fights and uh, chat playing around with chat gpt that they did not really realize that <laughs> they just invented clean fusion energy yes. that is going to save the planet
1: <laughs> academica galactica <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no but i think you are right about that i mean i think that um, there's so much information right that you that you block a lot out of it even though you have more than ever before um is that something that everyone can replicate i mean not everyone in the classic household it's not like you're taking a bit of um olive oil and salt and coke and (laughs) and you're good no but uh, i mean is this something that where you need significant scientific institutions to make that happen or is this something that also um is some kind of institutions in Europe or I mean we're based in Germany so in Germany with funding yes and with more or less a existing science uh, science uh feasible setup can replicate I mean, again not at home or not uh, but yeah, I mean yeah. as long as you have the the basic foundation for something like that do you think everyone can replicate it
0: it's highly complex, otherwise it would have been done in the past. And as far as I understand it, um, we, we need artificial intelligence to control this this uh, fusion reaction. Uh, the AI must be able to control the magnetic fields so that um, the generated power can actually be harnessed. And I think this is the thing that never worked in the past. And now our uh. software, actually, the AI is uh, powerful enough to actually make this work. And so I think it is quite complex not everyone can just do it um, but i think if the technology um, reached a certain point where we say okay now we actually know how to achieve this this should be able to be replicated everywhere i mean then we have to of course talk about the patent rights and uh, how how people or uh, how the companies are yeah. going to make money with this um but I'm, I'm pretty sure that this technology is going to become like a standard worldwide uh and it's just a question of licensing and who's going to build this stuff.
1: I have a, a stupid question in that uh, connection. um Okay, it's ru- it runs with AI. Is it running? What what model is it running with? Is it, a, <laughs> is it running with a large language model? Is it is it so? It's not. I I would argue it's not running with generative AI, but <laughs> the other kind, the data AI. What what is that called
0: again? Can you help me with that? I I can't give you any more details about that. I I just read um, that the... The controlling mechanism is powered by or controlled by AI, but I did not read um, exactly what the sources. Um, I'm I'm pretty sure that they are not just plugging in OpenAI's ChatGPT or yeah. something, and uh, it's kind of <laughs> happening. Um, Prompting, make me-
1: fusion reaction.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, it's it's actually quite a good question. If it is a coincidence that today or this year, uh, in the year of the. The genitive AI revolution, where we start utilizing these large language models for basically everything, that coincidentally in the same year we make this AI breakthrough in controlling fusion reactions. But that
1: might be something for the history books. I can yeah, I can yeah. see
0: this is one of the connections that only
1: <laughs> you know in per, in retrospect, some people someone can say. So someone yeah. could say we see those macro dynamics right. where AI is getting, and then we see That, that I can see.
0: Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's a really good question. So I, I think I I shall Google that.
1: <laughs> Before I die out of curiosity, um, can you please help me? There's generative AI and then the one creating new data points and the other one working with existing data points. What is the specific term for that? I
0: There's I remember su- supervised learning and unsupervised learning in, in the classical sense where you have these different ways of training your network, either by giving... Um, g- giving it the right answers to questions that uh, you need to be replicated in the future. Or if you do not know the answer, then you have this unsupervised learning where you say, okay, uh, give me some answers, generate some answers, even though I do not know if these answers make sense or not. And this is like a, a different challenge. Um, but but this is not uh, directly opposed to like this generative AI terminology where you generate new content based um, on like a, uh, what's it called um, completion prompts for example yeah so mm, um, okay th- this is yeah <laughs> okay th- those are like so i would argue yeah ai has a v- very ma- different flavors and uh, ways to achieving like um, the the, um, the results that you want to have the one thing that everything is has in common in ai is that you are not programmatically define the output based on a rule set that you set usually in in programming um, you write your code deterministic that if you put in like the same input you always get the same output and in in ai you train a model that is evolving over time where um, the output is then generated based on this let's say mental state of the network which is evolving Mm, based on uh, how it is trained all right. So, from what I understand, then
1: I would argue that this is not running on a generative but on a discriminative AI model. As I said uh, b-
0: before, before I say something wrong here, uh, I have no idea <laughs> how this is controlled. Um, and uh, I, I just read that uh, before AI or before this current state of AI, it was uh, physically not possible to create these fusion reaction chambers that actually output this amount of energy um, to make it energy efficient yeah before we already had something like fusion reactions but we were inputting way more energy that we were able to harness so it did not really make sense to use this uh, in an industrial scale all right i learned something new today
1: <laughs> i hope you too uh, dear listener yeah. yeah of course of course
0: <laughs> e- even though um i i wish i could explain you in cruciating uh, detail how this is actually working um but i have i have to uh, quickly google that so that i can yeah, we're it. we're gonna leave it to again <laughs> we're
1: gonna leave it to uh the oh, now i forgot it again uh the um, <laughs> academica Galactica, right. what it called? <laughs> <there. laughs>
0: All right, that's it for today. Tune in back uh, with us next week when we talk about probably laser weapons and artificial intelligence and fusion reactions and Elon Musk fistfighting Mark Zuckerberg.
1: (laughs) Stay tuned. (laughs) Bye.